With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up, good people? It's your guy, Ike Jones, and we are back. I know you've been missing us, but we are back. Amen Corner Podcast right here. Kenny B is in the place. Paul Meharry's in the place. Podcast P. Oh, my, my bad. My bad. Yeah. Podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. P. You know, mm-hmm. Kenny B mm-hmm. and Podcast P. Hey, there you go. Yeah, there I like the go. way that like sounds that. right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But just, you know, for old times' sake, can I get an amen? Amen. Yeah, it feels so good to hear it, baby. This is the Amen Corner Podcast, a collection of SEC football fans from different SEC teams coming together to talk ball once a week. Powered by the War Report. Represent Georgia, Paul Meharry. Representing Florida, Kenny B. And representing Auburn, Ike Jones. You are now listening to. So we are back. Spring games have happened all over the SEC. Um, people have lost blue checks all over Twitter. Mm. Mm. And transfers are going all over the country. Mm, I like that. That was yeah. nice. You can't put that on the fly? Yeah, you know, hey, listen, man, I'm a professional, brother. You understand mm. what I'm saying? I'm a professional. <laughs> I do this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, so let's let's start. Let's start with the talk about these spring games. Uh, who, which which one of y'all want to start talking about? How, yeah, how it you, felt you to know be which out one, in the spring? You know which one we want to start with. Let's start with the champs. Oh. Defending champs. Yeah, I mean, we can. Oh. We can. I, I, I wanted to start somewhere else, but we can. Okay. Um, <laughs> Podcast P, take us, take us out. Take us yeah, uh, into go. the spring games in these situations, man. Yeah, man. So the spring game at Georgia, uh, only game besides Colorado. Speaking of, Colorado, mm. uh, when is their spring game on? I'm going to say Saturday. It's on, I, it's on this Saturday or? I, I believe it's Saturday. It. And it's on ESPN, the big sports channel. That's the reason I brought them up, though, was because Georgia was the only other team on ESPN. They were on ESPN, too. So they got the they got the four o'clock spot. It does count. <laughs> Florida was on like ESPN Ocho. You had to like <laughs> ESPN Plus. We was, just like, we, was on, we was on ESPN Plus, too. I can't say no, bro. We was on the app. They had to take off the, uh, you know, ACL, American Cornhole League, so y'all could be on TV for a little bit. Anyways, um, Zay, he primed up, ready to go. Hey, hey, you know, uh, but no, it uh, it was it was a decent game for uh for Georgia in terms of you know getting to see Carson Beck really do what he wants to do. So um, you know, there was a lot of speculation kind of going into this, saying, is there a quarterback battle? Is there not a quarterback battle? Um, I think, I think Carson Beck put that kind of to rest. Um, and I, you know, I think he's kind of won the job. But at the same time, uh, Brock Vandergriff announced, I don't know if he announced it. I mean, he never announced that he was leaving, but I mean, it was kind of speculated that he would announce that he's coming back, uh, this year. He'll, well, he's not coming back. He's going to stay in Athens. So it's kind of a non-story, but it's a story in a sense. So you still have him staying around. Biggest thing was though, you saw Carson really go out there, throw the ball around, uh, looked good with the offense problem is for for georgia though and we talked about this on the uga sports podcast is that georgia's not i mean and no offense to auburn and no offense to to florida but georgia might not have like a really tough opponent till it gets to the sec championship game 
and then that's kind of too late to see when you, if your quarterback can like really go under pressure mm. type situation. No offense, but we ain't gonna have no tough opponents until we run through the league. Okay. Look, 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 okay. look. No offense. Right. Hey man, no y'all, y'all hear that out hey, there, Tennessee sure, fans? Y'all hear that out sure there, Florida the, fans? Make sure Kentucky that the fans. Stamp, make sure that when they get edited, they they stamp that part because I need I might need to come back to that. Oh. Hey, go ahead, go ahead. But what I'm saying is, there it might it might be one of those yeah. situations, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like it, yeah. He might not be challenged until then, and then if he that's when he's challenged, it it might be too late, you know. And then you've run with this guy all season, and you can't really get to your ultimate goals of winning the SEC and winning the Natty three peat because he wasn't really tried during the season. And again, I'm not saying Auburn and and Tennessee and Georgia or Florida and Kentucky are bad teams, right? Mm. But their schedule is not they don't have like a prime time oh they don't have ohio state they don't have oklahoma like they were supposed to like you know they don't have that team that mm. that prime time game so mm. we'll see everything else though man looks great for georgia offensive line's booming um defensive line looks really sharp with the loss of jalen carter we'll touch on bear alexander later right um, right but uh Everything's clicking at a at a high pace right now for the dogs, and I know it's crazy, but a three peat isn't out of the possibility right now. Mm. Yeah, Georgia I fans mean, feeling real good, baby. Yeah, feeling yeah, real I mean, good. I don't that think it's out. Of, is laid out. I don't think it's it out is. of the possibility right now. Um, okay, so. we'll see. We'll see how that goes down. So here's what I want to know, right? You talk. You touched on it. The quarterback situation. Do you think Vandergriff stays? Yeah, I mean he he already he already said that he is. So he came out, I think, uh, a couple yeah, he yesterday. Did. But like, what's when's when's the when's the last day you can declare to leave? So uh, it's the thirtieth, April thirtieth. Okay, so, yeah, nah, he ain't gonna change his mind the next ten yeah. days. Nah. I mean, if y'all don't know, you know we're recording this right now, April twentieth. So when yeah, you hear so, this, it'll be even closer to that day. But nah, but it it kind of surprised me, right? We talked about it on uh, my my UGA sports show and a lot of people are like man this doesn't come as a surprise he, it's not a story he never left it's like yeah he never left but in his best interest you know but he's only one play away from potentially leading this team to a national title or he mm. could go play somewhere where he doesn't have a chance at a national title you right. know so where does he go where would he go he can't the, go the, to the, the SEC and play yeah, the only one that kind of popped out in my head was Georgia Tech because Buster Faulkner is there now, who was the analyst for Georgia past two seasons. So quarterback analyst, he's the OC now at, at Tech. That was the only one that popped out to me. But Tech, you're not, I mean, you're trying to just become bowl eligible there. You know, you're not. I, I, you know what? I, I wonder if he's sitting and 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 kicking himself for not just going ahead and, and hitting the portal because he could have been a starter somewhere else. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I respect it, though. Yeah, I mean, I but this, you know the the fight. Yeah, at the same time though, it's like, look, man, you're <laughs> only one play away, you know. So yeah, true. Or or if Carson comes out and because there there's some mental uh, things with Carson, you know, reading the defenses and stuff like that. What if he wet, wets the bed the first two games? They, how you, how you feel like the offense as far as schematically is going to look with the new offensive coordinator? Though? Like, is it going to be what Georgia Man, fans have been accustomed so to? Oh, easy in the building. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think so. I mean, they're going to try to keep that that offense the same. Right. But uh, I don't know if it's going to go back to like the Mike Bobo of old at Georgia, because there was like two. There was like it was like that. Uh, what was what's the two face and Batman? Mm-hmm. There was like two Bobos. Right. There was the Bobo that like put up league leading at Georgia leading points per game. Right. And then there was the Bobo that everybody hated. I right. mean, run, run the damn ball. Bobo was like a huge saying in Athens. Um, you know, and I don't know if, I don't know which one of those is coming back or if they're going to try to do it with Munkin or if you get the Auburn version of Bobo, you know, heaven forbid. But, uh, I think whatever, I, I, it's not going to be as good as Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin's best offensive coordinator uh, George has had probably, I don't know, ever. Um, mm. You know, and and losing him, it's going to be tough. I he, he's he Bobo has a lot of players though, got a lot of wide receivers. He's got Brock Bowers. I mean, he's got some he's got some studs, so we can see how it, how they use them. You know. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. You know. Uh... Georgia fans feeling like they 
are going to just steamroll the whole conference all the way to the the national title game. Got I mean, you. you don't? Or you don't? I'm just asking. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they play we'll how it goes. every week team in the SEC. Uh, I mean, projecting based off of last year. I mean, who knows? Like, that's know. what I'm saying. That's what I'm who's, saying. Who's the crossover game in the West besides Auburn? Uh, if you wouldn't have put me on the spot, I would tell you. But it's, uh, I think it's Ole Miss. Uh, I think. Mm. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah, I mean. What, Let me see. I'll tell you right now who it is. Why? Do, why does? Miss. Why do Bama and Georgia never play in the regular season? Oh, they did. Yeah, it's Ole Miss. Yeah, it's Ole Miss. They did. It was a rainy day. 2014, 2015, something like that. It ain't, it's been, it's been a long time. Yeah, but Georgia got their ass whooped in Athens by Alabama um, when Georgia thought they were going to win. That was a, that was not a good look. That was not a fun time in Athens. It was Hmm. rainy and there was tears coming down too. (laughs) You couldn't, you couldn't tell which was which. (laughs) Yeah, you couldn't tell which was which. Oh man. I don't. I don't know if that's going to pop up on the schedule anytime soon. But that would be prime time. A a regular season Saban versus uh, Kirby situation. I'd I'd like to see that. Yeah, before before Saban retires, maybe yeah. twenty thirty. Yeah, if Saban's here at twenty thirty, bro, God bless him. Yeah, he, he's up out of here, buddy. And if he if yeah. he makes it past twenty twenty seven, I'd be shocked. Twenty, I would be shocked. If he makes he it makes past twenty twenty five, like really, you think two seasons and he's done? This season, next season, bounce, bro. He's he's old, bro. He like, is old. Now, nah, but he can change if he changes his coaching style and you know it becomes more of just you know bringing the like uh, that the young gun coordinator or two and let them really run the show and he just kind of oversees everything. He can stay around for a while. Just have him just sit upstairs and not on the field because he can't stand. I mean, be on the field, but you know, you don't. I don't need him in practice pressing wide receivers to show technique anymore. <laughs> right, <laughs> like right. we don't need that, yeah. Nick. We appreciate it. I don't know how much is how much of he, he's doing that anymore anyway. He's still. Be- I mean, he's he's still he's from you know the practice videos that you see and stuff. He's still out there with his little straw hat on, walking around and shit. So I mean, he he's doing something. He's a golf cart boy. I'm saying once say he gets he's gonna be on, he's, he's gonna be on a scooter look, soon, bro. Look, once he's once once he's in those practice videos and he's sitting at a golf cart, give him one more year after that. <laughs> that's your that's your there's your sign. One more year after the golf cart videos come out. He's done. All right. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I I, I would definitely love to see that before he gets yeah, up out of here. Too. I don't think it's gonna happen, but you know, hey, we'll see. All right. Let's transition then here. Let's go to Gainesville. How are we feeling about the Florida Gators? Spring game has happened. Last time we talked, you were talking about some quarterback that, you know, had just uh, graduated from middle school that you guys were talking about. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, Yeah, no. So he's uh, one of the hot shot 2025 QBs. I think top five, maybe top Fifth or sixth, something like that. So, hold on. Um, uh, Okay, keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. But, you you know, the kid graduated. He's already taking college courses. He's 17. You know, he's a big kid. So, you know, he fits all the, mm. the measurables. It's just he's a 2025. So when you see the year, you be like 2025. When he graduates, he'll probably be 18, turning 19 if he stayed. So, you know, him um, reclassifying wouldn't be a terrible thing, especially if no premier quarterbacks hit the portal. You know, um, that gives him time to get on campus for the summertime and at least compete. I mean, he 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 looks good when he throws the ball. He plays the game, so I don't know how the, the processing the college game would be. But, you know, you get some freshmen who can step in and ball out and, you know, some who don't. So we'll see how that happens, especially if we get this other 2025 kid uh, that weren't running for. I can't remember his name, but um, he's like the number seven quarterback 2025, top five, something like that. So ain't gonna bring. So it's not anybody who's on campus right now. Like you're. Like, this is no. I mean, if he comes, no. But I mean, based on what we have on campus, mm. you know, I'm not as concerned as Fairweather fans. Graham Graham Mertz for high yeah, so school. Right? Tell us, yeah. So tell us about him. So you had you had your spring game on a Thursday night. We couldn't record last week because you had, <clears throat> you had to watch it on the Thursday evening. 
Yeah. But uh, tell us, tell us about that. Yeah, man. Um, defense looked great. Uh, the communication sort of. I'm gonna preface this right. Okay. When I look at the spring game, I look at. I don't need excitement. I don't need to see multiple big plays made by either side because mm-hmm. I don't want either side getting whooped on. I That's not you. good for nobody. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I. Okay. I want a good, solid game, a couple of good plays here and there, both sides. Um, defense looked great. Communication looked great. Um, defensive line oh, in the middle. I, I'm thankful we finally have the SEC caliber defensive line um, in the middle. Uh, everybody looked good, man. The, the guys on the back end rotating in. You know, I'm no complaints on defense. Offense, um, we had a couple starters that were out on offensive line. so. Uh, that was a little shaky a little bit. I don't have any doubt that there'll be a top 10 offensive line like they have Jeez. been. Top 10 in the SEC? country? SEC? Yeah. In the country. Mean SEC. Go, hey. NCAA.com. I'm not, I'm, I'm not asking stats, you about baby. your history. I'm asking what you think is going to no, happen next um, year. You said they're going to be right back top 10 in the country next year. I think there'll be a top 10 offensive line um, based on – yeah, what they have, man. I I don't mm-hmm. I don't I, like, I, I love the confidence that everybody too, is spitting out here in the spring. Georgia's mm-hmm. going back to the natty for uh, for the three peat. Florida's gonna have a top ten offensive line. What else we got popping off, baby? Let's do so it. You, you tell uh, us. Look, that's that's about it. No, I like I like our um freshman wide receiver. I like our wide receivers. They look mm-hmm. good. Um, it's it's about six or seven guys that I'm like I don't know who's gonna start. I mean, I know Ricky Purcell's going to start. They're going to throw the ball to themselves, though? <laughs> so, we'll get to that. Graham Mert. Graham Mert. No, let's start. Let's do running backs first. Let's get running backs. We'll do, we'll do quarterback. Oh, running back, uh, running back room is nasty. I think, well, we have a, a top duo in the SEC, one of the top duos between mm. ETN and, uh, and Montreal. Uh, they're going to get the ball a whole lot this year and continue – to do what they did last year, no oh, doubt. I can't, I, 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 can't, I, I can't agree with that. That's a good, it, it is a good running back duo. I can't agree with that. I let let me pause that. you right there because I got a question for y'all. I don't know if y'all do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know y'all do it at Rivals or whatever, but do we need to, at some point in time, once we get into fall camp, start rating rooms of what we think will be the top whatever, like top five running back rooms, top oh, yeah, five quarterback rooms. I'm waiting on yeah, that conversation in the fall. Yeah. We got yeah. to wait, wait, see how the transfer portal shakes out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that, okay, yeah. See who's healthy, yeah, who makes a new camp. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. I'm yeah, looking yeah, forward to that conversation, baby. Hey, I'm looking yeah. forward. Running backs going to be up in there. Letting you know I mean, that. we already know Florida going to have a top 10 offensive line. So. Yeah, we got Absolutely. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's in the nation. That's in the nation, Ike. That means so. Exactly. So exactly. We, could, we, so, we talking just SEC. My man the, is probably The SEC line, he got to be top five if he's right. top 10 in the country. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Oh, man. Lord. I mean, don't get me wrong. You don't have AR back there dodging sacks. But at the same time, you know, mm. we'll see. we'll see how it shakes. Let's but yeah, it. man, Graham Mertz, man, um, he went, what, 18 for 29 for 244 yards. <clears throat> slight, um, slight work, I hear you. Slight work, you know what I'm saying? Uh, some big, pay, big plays were called back, um, penalties and things like that. Um, and he, it was split. Him, and, uh, him and, and Jack Miller split passes. I mean, he went, he threw 29 passes, Jack Miller threw like 20 to 22, something like that. So they split a lot of time. Uh, Mertz, it's, you know, a couple plays where he's, like, touched. You know, they, they do the touch sack. So, where it's, like, hit you on your hip. Real life, you know what I'm saying? He shrugging that off, throwing the ball. So, it was, like, plays like that to where they call stuff dead. That um b- plays broke off. Like, a touchdown got called back. Um, So, the number would have been, you know, exaggerated like everybody else's spring day. But I like his poise in the pocket uh, when it was there. <laughs> um, He had some really nice passes. Missed on a few. Um, but you know, for a spring game, a guy just getting on campus, I'm not overly concerned. Um, having Mertz back there, uh, he can move just enough. I don't need him to run a four four. Um, mm-hmm. but he can he can scoot for a first down. Um, if it's open, you know what I'm saying he can get there. Uh, like I said, he has the the blankets, the tight ends. I mean, it's a solid group. All we need is a Jimmy Garoppolo type quarterback thing. I just need you to manage the game, 
key throw a bunch of interceptions at, at key times in the game. Yes, and get, and get, look, you know, look, and get hurt. Because that's G, what you're getting with Jimmy G, 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 G family. Jimmy G, G, as a 49ers fan, let me tell you, if you want a Jimmy Garoppolo type, you go get a guy who's going to make all the right throws up until crunch time, and he's going to turn the ball over. Give me a Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you to go out there and throw 400 yards. Get out there. Throw your good 220, 225. You know what I'm saying? And limit the mistakes. Take the easy passes. I just need you to manage the game. Don't try to be a hero. Mm. We got guys that can do that. And I have a feeling Mertz can do that. Jack Miller, um, he looked, he didn't look bad either um, because, you know, he's back healthy now or healthy-ish from what they say. He doesn't have spin on his hand. Um, he's not playing hurt, none of that stuff. Uh, so, I mean, he looked good back there, rolling around, throwing across the body. He had the touchdown passes. So um, I don't think it's a battle. Clearly, it's Mert's job. But Billy said he's going to get a quarterback. They're going after a quarterback um, based on, you know, stuff that I'm seeing. I don't know if it's going to happen because the names ain't hit the portal yet. But uh, if it does, you know, we might get lucky with one or two, man. Okay. All right. So, so word on the street in, in Gainesville is they're looking for another uh, quarterback? Yeah, man. Um, it's somebody for the room. So if the kid, Austin Simmons, doesn't reclassify, then, you know, you're going to look for a, a guy to come in. Um, and we're talking about the kid from 2025. <clears throat> yeah, if he doesn't reclassify. To 2023. Um, yes. Yeah, I know. Again, when you hear the the years, it sounds crazy, but um, well, I, I mean, was the you same said he's a, You said he's 17 years old and he's in 10th grade right now, so... <laughs> I mean, some people, some people birthday, some people birthday is early. You know what I'm saying? Can't be. Can't I'm be just, mad, I'm just mad, saying mad. though. That it, he's a, he's I, taking college courses. Look, the kid is smart. Okay? He should be. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do you mean? Yeah, he's, he he's should like, be taking like tenth grade algebra. I think, he, I think he just turned seventeen. Something like that. I ain't just turned. Mm-hmm. Oh Something like man! That. But he's seventeen. So if he was to come on campus, my man was driving. Job, to school, man. My man was driving himself to school in middle school in eighth grade. <laughs> that's crazy Possibly. you know six, uh, it depends oh but, that's funny um, bro but i know no, uh, no wonder and, he's he's such a good uh hell prospect. yeah he, he, he going up against jv teams he's 17 hey man he varsity baby don't disrespect him like that elite 11 finalists don't don't and he he beating the kids that's there the older kids they, they, they the never molded him the yeah the older grades yeah just because <laughs> but uh yeah but yeah so hopefully um like people are really hanging their hat on Malik Murphy hitting the portal, the kid from Texas. I don't think it's happening. Um, oh, that would be a, that would be a good get. He looked good in the spring game. He looked great, but we know that he's the backup because they're going to red shirt red shirt Archie. Mm-hmm. So boy, for Arch, him, Arch did not look good, boy. Yeah, and exactly. So Malik Murphy being the backup to Quinn and yours, Quinn and Cap, he could leave after this year, so he could battle. Um, Archie next year, but you know they're gonna give the job to Archie. So it's one of the things where so him sticking it out this year doesn't sound crazy because Ewers got hurt last year, right? They had to go to the backup. He might get the minutes this year, but next year he needs to be out of there, bro. Like as soon as that season's done, Murphy needs to be like, I'm out. Y'all can let 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 the the young boy have it because you know they're gonna bring in another five star recruit right behind and probably bring in a transfer that's gonna be a quality backup. Go somewhere where you know you can start, fam. Like. If that's I were him, him, that's what I would He's do. good. Yeah, yeah. If him leaving now, like, if he was to come to Georgia, he, I mean, to, uh, Florida, he would be the... Oh, a little fruity and slip there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia on your mind? Georgia on your no, mind? No, man, I'm drunk okay. right now. No, I'm playing. No, if he was to hit the portal and go to Florida, I mean, favorite to start. Yeah. He would He would be the favorite to start. Um, I mean, hell, he'd be but, the favorite to start just about anywhere he went. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, there's not so, too many programs he wouldn't be the favorite uh, to start if he transferred. Exactly, so... People are crossing their fingers that happens. I don't see it happening because you can convince him to sit for a year and be like, look, it's yours. You can battle Arch. He looked pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? We're not just going to give him the job. He hasn't earned it. You know, they're going to sell that job. And if he believes it, then he ain't going to go nowhere. And, you know, Arch can sit a second year and maybe that ain't happening, but. You know, you can sell a kid a dream because that's that's the problem. You risk the you risk losing Arch in the offseason if you don't give him a legitimate shot at it. So oh, you yeah. you might get them to battle through spring, but whoever is the the second string quarterback in that battle after next spring, I don't think stays in Texas. So uh, right. if they if they make it that long, so we'll see. 
Yeah, do y'all want to hear about Auburn's spring game? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Now, did I'd y'all play on a Wednesday? This. No, we played on a Saturday. Oh, it was a uh, okay. It was a rerun. It was I saw Auburn football a spring game. No, I guess they were just doing a planet. They was said, doing it from last year on a Wednesday. I was like, he oh, said, "Jump play on a Wednesday at two thirty? <laughs> ESPN News." It was at night, but I was just like, kinda, did y'all, did y'all no. play with the middle schools? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wednesday at two thirty was on my TV. It was weird. <laughs> oh God! Looks like a big turnout though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, it was terrible out there, bro. It rained the whole game. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It was awful. Like, we, I, and that's what made it like a bad game, bro. Like, it was just like, there, you can't evaluate anything because it was raining the entire time. Um, I don't think we learned much about our quarterback room uh, because they didn't throw very many passes. I think they threw something like 20 passes the whole game. Like, it was run the entire time. Speaking of your, your quarterback room, can we touch on the TJ Finley tweet that just came out. Oh, you talking about you talking about the uh the crucifixion situation, bro? Correct. Oh Lord have mercy. Like mm, Jesus was TJ. hated on too. TJ, oh. man, I just don't like somebody see that taking kitty? social kitty, media away, that? man. I'm about to go look that up. Yeah, I need you to tell me what they said. Yo. Yeah, they hated Jesus too, I think. Yeah, they hated saying. Jesus too. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a picture of Jesus, Jesus on, the cross. on a cross. And I was like, like oh, no. family, like just take, just <laughs> don't let him tweet nothing no more, man. He just, he did this crap last year where he said something stupid on his TikTok. And I'm just like, man, TJ. Oh, I think that thing gone. <laughs> oh, is it? It's out of here? It's, it's been screenshot to hell though. So it's, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 the internet's undefeated. It's still there, but yeah, it's, he might have it, deleted it. Yeah, if he deleted it, it doesn't matter. It's still floating around out there in screenshots all over the internet, man. But I just want him to learn how to not say inflammatory stuff. I'm not telling him not to be himself or a kid, but bro, like you just gotta slow down, man. Like that shit some, at some point in time, show enough maturity to say, you know, like you haven't done enough. You feel me? Like right. KD and John Morant in the NBA, right? Like they go back at fans all the time. But you know what? Jeez, they're all stars. They're, they're that yeah. guy. TJ hasn't proven he's that guy. You talk too much to not have done anything, man. Somebody said he's an all SEC ego with FCS ability. He needs to hop mm. in that portal. Did you see the tweet though, Kenny? Or no, you couldn't. I mean, find there's it. a there's a <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, he loves the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way TJ is equipment. They hated Jesus too. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, what would you say? He loves the Lord? Is that what you said? Hey, clearly he loves the Lord. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Louise, buddy. <laughs> oh shoot. Oh man, I just I don't know, man. I don't know. And I and I and here's the thing. I try to defend TJ a lot, bro, because I think he's gotten a raw deal, right? But, yeah, I like him too. I like him. But yeah, you can't. I just feel as if he does it to himself sometimes, man. It's like you, you really, you're not allowing people to like you. You're doing absolutely nothing to to allow people to like you. And that's what is unfortunate because he's talented, but the off the field stuff and the things that he says just makes people jump to like jump to all of this other stuff. Just like, bro, chill. Stop talking. Especially in a Bible belt. Like, mm-hmm. just stop talking, bro. Like, he went on um, a podcast and he was talking wild about how it was a slap in the face for them to bring in Robbie and Zach Calzada last year. And I'm like, bro, ch- like, you weren't a transfer quarterback. Yeah, he was Was too, it a slap right? in the face when they brought you in when Bo Nix was the starter? Right. Like, <laughs> chill, bro. Stop talking, man. And yeah, he, I'm yeah. not saying he shouldn't feel any kind of way about this stuff, right? Like, ah, man, I'm supposed to be that guy. What you bringing in these other people? Like, yo, just don't Keep say it. Behind closed you doors, are definitely man. saying the quiet part out loud, and I need you to stop doing it. <laughs> yep, yep, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. God bless him, man.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But as far as the game is concerned, man, uh, our running back room looks good. Our run defense worries me right now. I don't feel like we played the run particularly well um, in that game. But I do feel like we can legitimately go three, maybe four deep in that running back room um, and, and have quality output. Um, and that's with only seeing Jarquez Hunter for like four plays. Like, I I just know what I, I've seen Jarquez run the last two years. I'm like, nah, he's going to be everything is advertised. When he's so who's the, the, who's the quarterback? Uh, right now, I would say it's Robbie Ashford, right? I would say Robbie's going to be the guy going into the season right now. I do think that we are in the market for a transfer portal QB. Ooh, we, got two, um, we got two teams out here looking for a transfer quarterback. I think I think you have to, man. Well, from a depth standpoint, we're going to have to anyway because I just, at this point in time, I don't see TJ Finley returning to this team. So you're going to have Robbie Ashford holding Garrett, holding Gurner, excuse me, as the backup. Holden hasn't played a single down in the um, in college football. And then you're going to have a true freshman in Hank Brown. Those are going to be your only three scholarship quarterbacks on the roster. I think you need at least a fourth. Um, and so they're probably going to go to the transfer portal to get them. The question is whether or not they're going shopping for a backup, a quality backup, or they're going for a person that they feel like could compete. Um, I don't know if there's that's the thing. I don't know if there's any quality backups out there. Like, I don't know um, if there's a quality starter that's hitting the portal. That's what, like I'm yeah, looking at these portal think, QBs and I'm like, that, who who in the portal? The only person who I've seen that's hit the portal recently that piqued my interest even slightly is the kid out of Cincinnati. Um, ben, he lost a job at Emory Jones. Yeah, but see, I, I, I think, but I think he could play though. Like, I don't think that that's an indication of. I think that they want more athleticism at their quarterback, and he, I think he's a stand in the pocket kind of dude. Um, mm. but yeah, I, I that's a kid who I would I'd be interested in maybe just from the experience standpoint, and he would be a quality guy to come be a backup, right? I don't think he's a um come in and win the job immediately type of guy. Um, but because he's played snaps and I like his arm talent, I think maybe, right, could be a backup. But outside of that, I don't, none of these portal QBs that are out here are impressive. Like, I don't know why these kids hopped in the portal. And I, this is disrespectful to say, I don't know where you thought you was going, fam. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> what unless, about, you're trying, what about, unless you're trying to go to an FBS or CS, or you trying to like, Go be a backup somewhere. Yeah, I just, I mean, like, if you're already at a Power Five school as the third guy on the depth chart, and you're transferring, where do you think you're going from there? Besides to a group of five or a FCS school, like, where do you think you're gonna go? That's about it. I just don't, yeah. and, and and that's, I think that's the thing that I get frustrated with when I watch and listen to Auburn fans talk about the transfer portal, especially during this time. Like, offseason transfer portal, completely different, right? Like, because you could have a bunch of talented guys hit that might be like program changers. This transfer portal place, you're doing patchwork, right? Like, you're not, you, you might could get like a skill player diamond in the rough mm-hmm. guy, like super talented dude, just couldn't, you know, hit the top of the depth chart. Like, some kid who was a third string wide receiver at Ohio State, right? You yeah. might get that, right? But you're not getting a program changing quarterback. It's no. unlikely. Let me say you're not. It's unlikely you get a program changing quarterback during this transfer period. It's unlikely about, that you're going to get uh, some stud running back during this transfer period. It's going to change your program at the Power Five level. It's unlikely. Very. What about the uh, Grayson McCall situation? Is is he done done? I, I don't know that Grayson McCall is going to be able to graduate in time. Mm, I just right. don't. I don't think that his his um his academic stuff is in a place. If he does, it's going to be right before fall camps, right? Like he's going to have to take. Uh, but, he, but, he, but doesn't he have to? He's got to put his name in the portal now, right? 
Correct. No. Right. Well, no, that, there's, there's, no, there's one more period, right? Like you could go. If he graduates, yeah. Oh, correct. If he's a grad transfer, right. he could go whenever he wants to. You're right. It doesn't yeah, have to did come like the first game, like the day before the first game type thing. Like, see, like that. That's the thing with him, right? You just don't. It's it's too up in the air. And how do you put your your program on hold, waiting to see if this kid if he graduates, right? Like, well, I don't think I don't think you put it on hold. I think you like if you're Auburn. Or Florida, you you run with Ashford, you run with Mertz, and then you just kind of keep following up with McCall. Like, hey man, what's the grades looking like? You gonna be able to come over? You know, like you just kind of do that, and you you run it as if you're going with Ashford and Mertz. But then if he can come, I mean, he makes your program better. Yeah, I mean, we'll yeah, see. You know. I, I just don't know that he's gonna get that handled in time. So you I send him I, the playbook on a PDF and be like, "Hey man, just just uh, take <laughs> nah, a look at this. Just, hey man, just take a, look look at what we're doing right here. These concepts look familiar to you. Right? How's that clap? You know, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna snap with the clap. So work on that. I don't I don't know that anybody ever wants to hear the phrase "How's that clap?" But um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Spring situation for Auburn, man. I think we're in a good place. I think we still have some work to do at a couple of places. I think we need a couple more, um, like solidify edge guys that can really like just get to the passer. Um, I like Keldrick Falk, what he's bringing in as a true freshman, but um, you gotta you gotta have some more depth there. Uh, uh, the quarterback situation we already talked about. I think we're solid at running back. Offensive line, I actually think we've done a great job of upgrading that room. So I'm looking forward to seeing nice. us being improved there. Wide receiver unit, there's probably a solid three or four, if we're being honest. Um, outside of those first four, I don't know. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm saying I don't know. Because, uh, again, spring game, we couldn't see it. There wasn't a lot of passes, so I couldn't see, you know, a- athletically what they were doing. Did they understand assignments, getting in and out of breaks, that kind of thing? Because that's really, really evaluating with spring game. You're not trying to see who's the most – just – athletically are they able to compete at this level against other guys who are athletic at this level um defensively again the defensive line gave up a lot of rush yards so we'll see how they improve there i do think we've got talent along the defensive line but i ain't i'm not super impressed by what i saw from the spring game um linebackers i think we're going to be better this season uh dbs i think we're solid in the back end so um i got a a question for the for the room yeah and this isn't it's not one of the topics but do you think much uh like a lot of weight should be put on on spring games? You know, most teams have three, four scrimmages during spring, mm-hmm. right? We just are privy to the final one, right? The the pomp right. and circumstance. But realistically, it's practice. Mm-hmm. They've done this multiple times. You're not gonna see anything special. They're not gonna do trick plays, they're not gonna get deep in their playbook. They're rotating guys just to get the competition. Do you think people should put Wait in there, like from an analytical standpoint. Um, so I, I'll answer yes that two no. ways. Yes and yeah, no. yeah. I, I was say I, I would say the same thing. Yes and no. I think this is the only opportunity that we have to see that as fans, for the most part. Like there are some people in media who get get privy, you know, to small little glimpses here and there, depending upon who the coach is and what they allow people to see. Um, I don't think that the coaches should overvalue what they see in the spring. But there is something to be said about doing it in front of fans, doing it in front of a crowd, right? That is different than doing it at at a regular practice in a game-like situation where the clock is running and you got to be situational and all of those things. I think that there's value in being able to see that in front of people that you could potentially be nervous in front of, right? That some of these Mm -hmm. kids, this might be, if you're going to a school like the ones we're talking about here, Florida, uh, Georgia, Auburn, this might be the biggest crowd you ever played in front of at your spring game, yep. right? If you're coming to, from a small enough school. So there's nerves involved there. Um, so there is things that you can take away from it. I do think sometimes people overanalyze what happens at those games. So as far as like how much, how many points get put up to your point earlier, if you're scoring a bunch of points, does that mean your offense is good or your defense is bad? You don't, you don't know, right? Right, right. If you're if you're shutting the other team out, does that mean your defense is good or your offense is bad? You don't actually know the answer to that. So there's there's I think that the right kind of analytical eye can get the right things from a spring game. I do think sometimes people overanalyze those though. I think to to piggyback off that, I think you can also look at um you know, size and weight of some guys too. So you can kind of like 
pass the eyeball test mm. a little bit in these games. Uh, it helps a lot with the freshmen too, because you don't, mm-hmm. you don't get to see a lot of the freshmen uh, during practices or media availability, or even like you know the, the little which I, which has turned into kind of a cool thing. Most of the teams do it now. You get like a minute thirty on Twitter, right? Of like different guys cutting through drills and stuff. You try to spot them. You're like, oh, there's you know right. there's a true freshman defensive tackle. Man, he looks huge. But like you actually get to see them against guys that you've already seen, and and be mm-hmm. like, okay, well, yeah, that. that that was big. Yeah, right. That's a, that's a big boy, you know. Um, so th- th- I think in that aspect, but like in terms of play calling, like Georgia's leading receiver in the game was Makai Muse, a walk on from Central Gwinnett, five eight, one hundred and seventy pounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that was their that was their lead guy. Is he going to see any significant snaps during the season? Probably not. I hope so. Right. You no. know, but but he was the talk <laughs> of the spring game. You know, so like it's just one of those things, right? Uh, yeah. Y- yes. And no. So this hold on. This, I'm, I'm gonna let you go, keep KB. Because, but this is this brings me to the question that I've been kind of because Coach Hugh Freeze actually introduced this idea to the Auburn media, and now it's kind of getting out there into I the world. Yeah. Do do you think that oh, there yeah. is space to do the whole inner squad scrimmage type of thing where you play somebody else from like your area, right? So like, would Georgia play? Shoot, I don't even know what's a good example. Georgia, I mean, you, Georgia you State. can play uh, West Georgia, Georgia yeah. State. Yeah. yeah. Would, would Florida go and play a FAMU or something like that, right? Like, and Auburn play, a, you know, Alabama State or a Troy that's right up the road. Bama play Steelman right down the street from, right? Like, would you want to see that sort of thing start happening as a finale to the spring? I, I would rather see that than a spring game. But I would want to see it. I don't need to see it in a game format. I don't need to see four quarters, halftime. Like, do the 20, you know, look, we're going to do 10 offense, 10 defense, rotate our first team, second team. Like, more of a controlled scrimmage. Kind of how Michigan State does their spring games, where it's just, are right, we going to line up at the 20, situational. Um, yeah, that's time. how we did ours this year. Yeah, we, so we, it was a I clock, like, but it, it was still like there was no kickoffs. It was just like we're gonna line them up at thirty and or twenty five or whatever, and then exactly. try to see I, if you can score. I, I like that idea. Um, don't make it a game because it's just like we're oh, that's not gonna trying be to analyzed to death, bro. Like if it's a mm-hmm. game game, like people oh, are gonna God. be like, oh man, you lost not. your spring game to fam you, bro. Yeah, oh up. God Almighty! Yeah, like imagine? no, like just fits and you know teaching and like let that be like coaching aspects as well like mm-hmm. you know like, all right slow stop and you know practice like inner squad scrimmages like you said the nfl has them they have multiple scrimmages through the right. preseason with other teams um uh, before but the preseason but, but game think about think about how those get overanalyzed too though so but most yeah, it's gonna happen bro like people are yeah. analyzing spring games people analyze scrimmages all the offense dominated the second scrimmage of uh, blah blah you ain't even seen none of this stuff you just heard hearing reports from somebody right. bro like it's gonna happen but yeah, I, to your point, KB, I do think that that's probably the best way to do it rather than have it be an actual game. More of a con- control scrimmage, I think, is better because even though it, it, I still think you get the good competition, but you get to be able to see your guys against different people who they've not been practicing against for three weeks now, however many practices and you it could, ends up being for them. Most of, these, most of these games, I think almost all the spring games are free, right? Um, which no, you could ours do. is not free. <laughs> no, you have to pay admission. What? Yes. yes. Stop playing. Stop. No, Stop. I'm dead serious. They were ten dollars tickets to get into the A Day game. Yes. That's nuts. Is that like, been, like it's freeze? been going up for years? Like it was. It went from free to five dollars, and now it's ten. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, well, th- that kind of defeats my point. But my point was, you could charge twenty dollars a game, twenty dollars a head. To, to get in there, mm-hmm. you know, and then give that money, you know, you take your, your hit, right? Like mm-hmm. $5, whatever. But then you give that $15 to West Georgia, right? you know, and, and help them grow a little bit, you know, help grow the game. So yep. you could do it like that. Damn, Auburn really taking 10 at the door? Yes. I'm being very serious, bro. Wild. Yeah, man. So, but that, no, I, but that was what mm-hmm. Coach Free said. He's like, hey, look, you can get a money to charity for all I care. Like, I don't, it's not about the money to me. It's about making sure we can, actually go out here and evaluate people against somebody that's not our guys um so what i don't know I, I like the idea to like somebody being like yo hugh you charging ten dollars for a spring game 
<laughs> he was like, uh, let me see what I can come up with. But see, that's not, yeah, that wasn't a Hugh Freeze call, man. right? Like that, that's right, been in right, existence before he got there. Maybe but they, somebody talked to him and was like, yo, are you serious? <laughs> he was like, yeah, why don't we, uh, we can, t- t- I, we can give the money to charity. We can, yeah. <laughs> what schools are taking money? No, not us. Damn, that's, that's wild. Fun. He was all aboard. He was all in agreement with that, what uh, Freeze said. I'm, 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 I'm going to bring it up at, at SEC Media Days. I'm going to see if we can get the commissioner on record. There you go. Make sure you stand up. Be proud. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be the first no, one to a ask a question because question, somebody else going to beat me to it for real. That is sure. that is a good question. I mean, because, you know, you could help out smaller schools. You could you could do a lot with that. And yeah. like Kenny said, like you get tired of beating up against like because those are your brothers. Right. right. Like. You get tired of going up against him, but you know you got to throw his ass on the ground so you can look good on TV. Right. But, like, he's your roommate, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> you learn, and you learn tendencies. Like, right. Like, yeah, not thing, like you know guys. exactly what's coming. This I've seen this exact format. Like, because they're not, cause like you said, yeah. they're not throwing no wrinkles in there. I've seen this exact no, formation like 15 hell, yeah. times. I know, I know yeah. how he, you know, sets his blocks for this particular thing. I know when he's I can doing t- this. Hell, I can tell if he's move. pass protect. Yeah, I yeah. can tell if he's pass yeah. pro or, or run block. But I know he. I know he leans to his totally. left. He like right. Come on, man. Yeah, everything, bro. Like you, there's nothing you're seeing in that spring game that you have not seen for 14 practices in a row. So, like, I yeah, they they about to throw this little bubble screen right here. Okay, let me. And it would be cool for the small schools to be like, man, we can go in here and like. Ball out against these kids, man. And you know what? It would help. And they get good tape. I'm just what I was getting at. It would help tremendously with the transfer portal. Yeah. Remember me? Yeah. I I went (laughs) out there and dropped 120 rushing yards on George's head. Right. Had two touchdowns. Don't look at the fact that I was playing their third string defense. But correct. You know, I dropped 120. So, but still, that kid who's on third string is on scholarship at Georgia. And I'm sitting over here with these dudes. I should be on scholarship at Georgia. What are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Facts. it could help with the portal. It could. Yeah. Find I like it, man. I thought rough. it was a great idea when I heard him say it. I was like, hey, man, we need to go ahead and adopt this. And, being, you know, a bunch of people are like, ah, oh, injuries. I'm like, well, you could get injured in any game, bro. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Right. What are you talking about? All right. Anyway, off that, I, I think that's a good little situation to get into. Hopefully, we'll see some uh, movement on that. It'd be, in- it'd be interesting to see what they do because, like, one of the conversations we had on our show was whether or not it's a neutral site game, right? Or is it going to be a home game with a bigger program? Um, and then <clears throat> if it is like a, a team like UAB here in, in Alabama versus a, 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 a UA, do they go home and home for back-to-back years? Like one year they play it in Birmingham, the next year they play it in Tuscaloosa type of thing. No, it's right? in Tuscaloosa every year. I mean, the board of trustees for for both programs is the same. It's going to be in Tuscaloosa every year, but like it would make sense for them to figure out how to do something to because it's going to feel like a home game um, for for Bama in the scrimmage because people are going to be there. Like I think that's, you're going to get a much bigger crowd for that than you would for a typical spring game because you got two different fan bases that are going to come together for that. Mm-hmm. And the thing about and that I mentioned for that was it doesn't just impact the game. It impacts the economy of the city around it. Now, Tuscaloosa is close enough to Birmingham where people may not like, because who really wants to, to spend a night in Tuscaloosa? Let's be clear about that. There, People are going to be <laughs> spending a night in Birmingham and then driving to Tuscaloosa if they're going to yeah. catch a flight. But um, have you been to Tuscaloosa before, man? Um, I've driven past <laughs> in the trees. Did you hear how he said that? <laughs> man, I've driven past and that. like, yeah, yeah. that's where the University of Alabama is. Keep yeah. going. That's about that's about all too. That's <laughs> no gas it. here. No <laughs> gas here. <laughs> nah. I'm not doing that, family. Um, but anyway, off that, off that. Let's get into these while we got a few more minutes left. Let's get into these uh these player situations out here in this portal. And we're gonna start this time in Gainesville because I thought it was super interesting that you got Ethan White, who already transferred from Florida. Decided, you know what? Never mind. Well, hold on. What what is it with like? Okay, so we had the Rashada situation. Is is Rashada anywhere right now? He's mm. Arizona State, and he looked Arizona bad. State. Yeah, but did he? he gonna, oh, it looked but, like whew, save some money. What, what was what? Now what was the what was the kid <laughs> we were talking about last time who just stopped? It was the Georgia kid who just like quit coming. Like he was. Oh, just like, Sean Washington. Yeah, I don't know where he's at, man. Sean. Yeah. Where, yeah. He in the portal. Where he's at. So, another situation, Ethan White, 
transfers out. And then it's like, uh, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I'm good. I don't, I don't want to be here either. What is the deal with your guy eats? Because he he had got he was getting snaps in Florida. He was an all SEC player. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's not like he was some dude buried on. Like what is happening? What's going on with Ethan White right now, man? So Ethan White, allegedly, um, him going into the portal wasn't his choice. Um, how? Was how he was second team all ACC. Look, man, really, really run a, a ship, man. He kicked Brenton Cox off the team. Brenton Cox is going to be drafted in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, so there are some things that were supposedly happening him and the other kid that uh, that was going to USC. Um, allegedly, like some substance abuse stuff, mm. um, substance stuff. Um, I've heard. You know, just wild stories, mad. Yeah, wild I've heard, stories, I've heard yeah. some things. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how true it is. Uh. But supposedly he didn't hit the portal on his own, like mm. on his own fruition. Uh. And supposedly he never showed up on campus at USC. Like right. he just never showed up. Um. I don't. He's not coming back to Florida. Uh. I'll, it would take a hell of a meeting with <laughs> between him and Billy. And the, and the guys for him to come back. And I, I, I just don't see that happening. Um, yeah, and it's supposed that he may medically retire as well. I heard he may just walk away. Um, so I'm just... Medical I'm retired, man. That's wild. I'm, I'm Man, I, I heard that thrown around. I was like, eh, I don't know how true that is. But I know the substance thing, that's been... I've heard that from multiple people. Um, the substances have changed <laughs> a few times. <laughs> but, the main, <laughs> but the main part is it was something going on. So um, I'm an Ethan White fan, man. I, I love this story. He came in, you know, super overweight, super sloppy, got in shape, became all SEC, couldn't stay healthy, really. Um, you couldn't tell me that he wasn't going to be like at least a second round pick next year uh, had he stayed. Um, so, man, I... I, I <laughs> I don't know, man. This the f- people that I talk to that supposedly are close to the family. Um, they're not getting a lot of information as to why he didn't show up on campus. Um, but yeah, he ain't gonna be at USC. He ain't gonna be at Florida. So mm. crazy. Wild. Story, so I wonder, in, in terms of the transfer portal, with a guy like that, he entered the portal early enough. But since he went to you, could he transfer to another SEC school if he wanted to? I mean, technically, he never enrolled <laughs> at USC, so he can he hit the portal and the open window, right? So he can I guess, go wherever, wherever he wants, he wants. to, yeah. or whoever wants him. Technically, so I yeah. wonder what's going to happen with that young man. It's interesting, Ethan White. I, what is with these kids who just like I'm just not going to show man. up, bro? Like I just don't get that one, bro. It's crazy God, man. <laughs> Two weeks in a row for the podcast with the with that. I have no idea, man. That's that's wild, but. Yeah. I'm, you know, these kids nowadays, families, NIL, who knows? All right. So the other one that we wanted to talk about was down here with Georgia and our guy Bear out here uh, throwing the deuces to to Georgia. What, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, was that, was that a mutual parting of ways? Was that Bear deciding? Like, what was the situation there? Uh, I I think, you know, you're, you're probably not going to hear any more out of it um, from Athens, but I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a mutual parting of ways. Uh, both guys, both, you know, the the greatest thing I heard was if Kirby wanted to keep you, mm. he would keep you. Mm. Um, so we saw it last year with Darnell Washington. Right. Darnell wanted to go to the portal. Kirby was like, nah, man, we're going to we're going to make sure because Darnell did, didn't really touch the ball or really the field that much his first two years to be a big of a freak athlete that he was. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm getting out of here. And Kirby was like, no, nah, man, we, we got a plan for you. And now, you know, potentially could be a first-round tight end, definitely a second-round tight end, uh, just a freak athlete. Right. But Kirby was like, hey, no, nah, you're not going to the portal. You're going to stay stick around. With Bear, it was like, hey, man, you want to go to the portal? All right, you can go to the portal. Yeah, he had two. He had two sacks in the national championship game. He's a damn good player. Um, I will say this about it: 
when you transfer high schools three times, we need to start like looking into this as a as a real um, like science experiment, you know, with hypothesis and and shit like that, um, because I think it makes sense. I'm gonna start calling. I'm gonna quote it, uh, copyrighted as the Jermaine Burton effect. Uh, if you transfer <laughs> high school three times, the likelihood you transfer in college is substantially higher. Yeah, ninety-two uh, percent. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's got to be. I up think there, that'd be know? an interesting statistic to track, though. Like, what? Yeah. How? What? How much the likelihood of you transferring increases with each high school transfer prior to you getting to college, especially with the transfer portal transfer portal being what it is right now. Right. So the hypothesis would be, you know, 90%, I would say, and mm. we could, we could get to it, but yeah, I think that's a kind of a red flag and maybe teams start looking into that. Like, Hey, this kid transferred high school three times. This kid transferred high school four times. Uh, you think when the going gets tough, he's, uh, Gonna stick around? I don't know. You know, yeah, man. It seems very. It seems like he's very well uh, influenced. Influenced easily to mm. go to the, a greener pasture. So, hey, man, best of luck to him. I saw him. He was uh, the day after G Day. I think it was. Uh, he was riding around in a Porsche. So mm. Mm. nice. Something big yeah, man in Porsche. Yeah, yeah. He looked a little. He looked a little tight in there, bro. He, oh, he had a. He like, had the Cayenne. He had like one of the little sporty situations. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like how me and Kenny used to ride from work, uh, go pick up Ooh. lunch, man. We we were snug. <laughs> we were snug as two bugs in a rug, boy. Riding that that Corolla, whatever it was. Ain't have AC. Oh in yeah, we was, boy. We was making, man. Boy, that was those was the days. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> boy. I don't know shout how we didn't to, get uh, lost. Shout out to BJ Sam's Club for the lunch. Yeah, boy. Yep. Lunch uh, Costco. Costco. Two dollars. Costco. Hot dogs, man. Costco glizzies. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> we say we used to, hey, hey Ike, we used to sneak to the back door. No cat, bro. We used to we, Yo, used, we used to, to sneak to, in. You know you gotta be yeah, a member six, to go in. Oh yeah, bro. I'm, I'm yeah, bro. I'm six three two hundred. Kenny's like five eight four hundred, bro. Yo, I didn't know sneak. you were six three, family. What are we doing right yeah, now? Yeah, bro. Why are you six three? Yeah, dog, and uh, and we and, and me and me and Big Ken sneaking through the back door to go in and get some some glizzies, dog. And y'all, y'all had to baby. hook up somebody like somebody in New York. Nah, nah, man. What the nah. price? It's a dollar fifty, and the joint was like a, a foot long. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. We, oh, so y'all was like eating. y'all was breaking in the joint. You wasn't like <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, we was breaking in. Yeah, we was breaking in every time. Two dollars. Yeah, I was going through. Yeah, I was going through where where the uh, employees go out to take their break. Y'all was just sliding. No, no, like we going through the returns. On one yeah. side and check the receipts on the other side. Oh yeah, I was yeah. coming in in the in the exit. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yep, we were walking it back. Hey, and like I said, bro, we, we, we you you can see us, right? Kenny's a big boy. I'm a big boy. Like you can that's see us. Funny. We, nobody ever stopped hey, us, man. man. We just ever. That's probably why they didn't stop you. They was like, Nah, y'all too big. But I'm not finna. I'm not finna tussle <laughs> with y'all over hey, no bro, hot dog, fam. <laughs> not finna tussle with y'all over no hot dog, man. Gone. Man, we man. used to, and it was it was a line for the returns, man. So like, folks would be like, obviously trying to like walk out that joint, and like we be pushing folks to go in that door. They to go get some looks, bro. Yeah, it was wild. It was Good wild, but yeah, we didn't. I, I didn't glow it up a little bit. I got a I got a Costco membership now, so I can go in whatever Uh-oh. I want. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know how we did. Podcast P moved up in the world, man. We can just go in the front door now. <laughs> but yeah, that that oh, was a wild time. Crazy, yeah. bro. I love yeah. it. I love it, man. Well, listen, bro. This has been a great conversation today. Uh, we about to get out of here. Before we do, of course, we got to let you listen. We about to hit like a real like big lull period where. We don't know what the transfer portal is going to look like, but we might have some transfer portal news popping up here. But until the next time, if people want to keep up with what's going on in Florida, Kenny B, tell them where they can find you, man. Hey, man. T2T underscore KB2. I'm on Twitter, and I'm going that all in-state rivals, all other rivals. It's getting time. We chirpy. We excited. Uh, so, yeah, check me out. Um, unfiltered. Check me out uh, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. We live, toe-to-toe sports, little podcast, man. We got going on. See my mug. I, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm I'm so looking forward to the season this year, Kenny, because I need to hear, after Florida loses their first game, I need to hear what Kenny's got to say. Because y'all not going undefeated. Y'all not going undefeated. So after you lose no, your first we game. Never, we never have. Fun fact. Yeah. Florida's never going undefeated. 
So after y'all lose y'all first game, I can't wait to get on here and hear what you have to say about all of this stuff with best offensive line in the conference. And it's gonna be a country. that's gonna be a beautiful one, one of the best in the one of, one of the best in the country. Right. The top ten mm. in the in the country. I can't yeah, I mean we, our first loss, if our first loss is UGA, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you can see their faces, guys. <laughs> uh, that's a long time of the season. This mm. podcast, P. Talk play. to the people, man. Where you at? Hey, man. <laughs> check me out at uh, P. Meharry on Twitter, man. No blue check, but we're doing it still. Uh, and um, <laughs> I ain't even. I didn't even. Talk, I didn't make fun no, of the you blue didn't, check no, life, you man. Didn't, we'll come no, back and talk about that it. another time. But nah, check me out, Pete Meharry on on uh, Twitter, and then uh, UGA Sports on YouTube. We do a Sunday night show. Uh, we starting the Sunday night shows every night now, or not oh. every night, every Sunday. Every now. Sunday. So uh, yeah, we're gonna do that. And then a uh, little baby piece coming in a couple weeks. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get him out there. Uh, so yeah, it's it's all good, man. And uh, Ike, where where they where they where they can check you out at, man? Yes, indeed. Y'all know I am tweeting at twr Ike Jones. You could definitely hit me up with the War Report. That's where we're at talking all things Auburn on YouTube. Thewarreport.com is the website. So make sure y'all slide over that way. We are out of here, man. We appreciate y'all checking in in the Amen Corner. Until next time. Peace.